Welcome back to another episode of Broken Silence Real Talk. It's your girl, Christine. Guys, it's Wednesday. We're almost there. If you guys are working Monday to Friday, we're almost there. It's Wednesday, man. It's Wednesday. For the ones of you who got part-time job for the weekend, your half point ain't quite there, but I'm hanging in there with you. Kick it off with gratitude, guys. Think about what you guys are grateful for this morning. Uh, for me, I'm going to say it's my sense of smell. I meditate every morning before I get ready, before I get my kids ready. I meditate to myself. I also meditate before I record each episode of my podcast. It helps me get into my zone. It helps me relax. It just, it helps me. I don't even know how to explain it. It just, it's my zen. It's my serenity. So I'm grateful for my sense of smell because I smell the sage. And while I'm smelling it, I inhale and I exhale and it's just, it's just refreshing. And I think that we forget how much of our sense of smell alludes to so much. And I don't think we give it enough credit. So for myself, I'm going to say sense of smell. I hope you guys took your little moment to yourself to kind of just say what you're grateful for. You know, say say gratitude when you rise and when you lay back down, say gratitude, man, because Gratitude is the key to everything. Gratitude is the key to your own liberation. Okay? You guys have been asking me about a Q&A, Q another one. So guess what? Here it is. I'm doing it for you today. I know you guys have been questioning, sending me questions, even calling, leaving voicemails, texting, DMing. I appreciate every single one of you, and I've answered each and every single one of you. Um... The questions that I haven't gotten to yet, I'm going to answer them today. And we even have um, a situational kind of question of one of my listeners are in a situation and she kind of wants my advice. Um, and I'm happy that she's was open enough to allow me to share this question with you guys during this episode. So I'm going to be doing that, but I'm going to be calling somebody to try to get their perspectives as well. One of my friends and if she heard me call me one of her friends, she might cuss me. So I'm going to change my statement. She's one of my, she's like a family member to me. Her and I, we've known each other for many years. We kind of have the same mindset and kind of the way we think. So just hearing her perspective and also adding to my opinion on the advice that we could possibly help one of my, one of my listeners, I'm just, I'm excited. Um, when it does get to that question, please open up your hearts. Put yourself in their shoes. Don't be judgmental. That's all I'm asking you guys. Don't be judgmental because we're so quick to judge. I want you guys to look at the positivity of it all. So I'm going to save that for last because I will be calling in my family member to kind of, you know. I have some questions that I'm going to answer for you guys. Before I do, I want to say thank you. You know, I'm saying thankful for my, I'm grateful for my sense of smell, but I'm also grateful for all my listeners and supporters. I just recently checked um, my geographical location where you guys are listening from. And let me tell you how I was amazed. Okay. I don't even remember all of them. I seen Tanzania. I seen Switzerland. I seen Poland, the Canada, United States, Jamaica, Ghana, United Arab Emirates. There was just so many. And I, and I, please forgive me if I did not call out your country, please let me know. I will, I will correct that. And I will show it to you on another episode. I apologize. Please don't yell at me. Some of the questions I think I could have sworn I already answered. But hey, I will answer them again. And I will clarify if I wasn't, you know, if I didn't say something that really answered your question the first time. Hopefully I answer it this time. Uh, to kick it off, someone asked me, am I single? And I could have sworn I've already answered this question before, but I'm going to answer it again because some of you guys are really, 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 really smart and you guys are really keen listeners, which I appreciate. Someone's like, oh, we heard that you shout, you shouted out someone's name before a song. So like, are you in a relationship? Da, 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 da. To answer the question, no, I am not in a relationship. However, defines what you guys, what do you guys define as being single? Physically, I am single. Emotionally, I am not. So, I'm not. You'll never catch me on road with a man carrying on foolishness. 
but emotionally my mind and my heart is with somebody so if a man were to approach me on the street like oh you know i like you like you like your vibe are you single blah, blah, blah i would tell them no because what is the point of me entertaining somebody else when you're standing there looking at me talking to me when i'm thinking about somebody else that's not fair so physically i'm single emotionally i'm not i hope that kind of answers your question hope that doesn't confuse you guys next question this is a two-part question um how did you get over your ex and would you ever go back hmm. first of all i didn't i didn't go get over him at all i got through him he was an experience we went through an experience together we went through good times together we went through bad times together and now we're going through memories you know to process has been 10 years we have two beautiful children from it so um he's he's nobody to get over he's somebody to get through you know um he was going to be a part of my life for the rest of my life you know we got kids together so it's just a learning process it's a learning it's a learning curve it's an experience and i'm grateful for it i'm really grateful for it i'm grateful for the good and i'm even more grateful for the bad trust me because that taught me lessons and i'm pretty sure that taught him lessons as well so yeah <sighs> I don't know how to explain how I got through it. Um, I loved myself. I recognized um, my own red flags within me. I recognized what my triggers are. I recognized that I didn't love myself, that I had a really, 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 really big lack of self-worth. And I loved somebody I loved him like my husband before he made me his wife. And the lack of self-worth that I was feeling inside, I put in forth to loving him because I knew the type of love that I wanted. I knew the type of love I wanted from the get-go, but I wasn't getting it. So, and you learn no matter how much you love somebody, they're going to do what the hell that they want to do doesn't matter how much effort you put in. Somebody is only going to respect you and love you if they want to respect you and love you. And you, the only thing you can control is what you allow. You know, just, I just met up with like one of my old high, not high school, elementary school friends, you know. I haven't seen him in like years, over 13 years. And we're just sitting there chit-chatting. And I was like, yo, you know, 99% of what we go through is our fault. We see the red flags. We see... We see the potential danger signs, the caution, but we still proceed. And then we want to cry later. I don't understand it. It's our own fault and we got to deal with it. So it's not that, it's not that I'm ever getting over him. It's I got through it. I got through it through with surrounding myself with the people that truly love me. Um, I talked about it with my friends a couple of my family members and i even see counseling i always tell you guys oh therapy i'm a big advocate for therapy because i don't know what i would do if therapy wasn't around man it's somebody who is not biased somebody who can give a professional opinion and someone who doesn't know you you know and if you get the right one they keep it real and raw with you and they challenge you like they make you do homework and stuff like that so that's that's how I got through it. And to answer your question, would I ever go back? The answer is no. And I say no because I love me now. And I know what I want. And I know you got to under fully understand the definition of love before you go seeking love with somebody else. And notice what I said. You can't go seeking love in somebody lo- with in somebody else. But I said you have to seek love with. With and in are two different words. You can't go around seeking love in somebody because that means you haven't seeked love fully within yourself however if you go and you seek love with somebody that means you are seeking love with somebody who understands what love is as well as you do so it now gives your connection and values and morals and relationship to grow and to grow with the basis of love where both of you have an understanding of it and both of you can come together sit on a I can't say sit make a compromise tell each other each other's values differences likes, whatever it may be 
hope you guys are following what I'm saying. So, for me, I just wouldn't go back, and it has nothing to do with me hating him because I don't hate the man. Um, it just has to do with me loving me more. And I hope that if there is anybody who is in a similar situation like me, I hope you find the strength to to get up and continue on and keep moving because no one's going to love you more than you, you know? A lot of people say, especially those people who have children, they always say, yo, no one's going to love you more than your kids. No, that's wrong. Nobody's going to love you more than you. You're not going to love anybody more than your kids <laughs> because you birthed them, you know? But your children really don't really know. They're still growing and understanding what love is. And if you don't love yourself and you don't really truly know the definition of love and what it means and what it looks like, you can't really give that to your children because you don't understand. You don't understand the fundamentals, the basics of what love is. So self-love, self-worth, self-liberation is, is what I advocate for. And... Just because you forgive, and I don't really like the word forgive because uh, forgiveness is a word. <laughs> we'll get into that whole a whole different time, a whole different time. But just because you have moved on from a situation um, doesn't mean you got to stay with that person, you know. So. I'm, I'm going to change the word forgiveness because I don't really think forgiveness is a real word. I think forgiveness was um, a word used from slavery time. Um, it's used as an excuse. So I'm not really going to touch too too tough on forgiveness. If you guys want to know more, you guys can hit me up and we can have a conversation about it on one-to-one. But I'm not really going to use that word too tough. Um, it's just a situation and just because I got through it doesn't mean I got to go back to it. Just because I'm able to look look at the bigger picture doesn't mean I got to go back to the frame. Hmm. I like that, what I just said. But yeah, hope that makes sense for you guys. Uh, next question. Will you be releasing the date of your book launch publicly? I think I've touched on this before, but I guess it was a different question about my book. Um, yes, I will be releasing the date of my book launch publicly however i'm going to be doing a private book launch first with just my um close friends and family members that will be private um, at a private location and after that i will release publicly where my listeners my supporters my fans anybody who wants to come out and see me and buy a book and stuff like that do a meet and greet that will be released publicly i will let you guys know when that is coming. I'll give you guys kind of like a warning. I know that I posted a quote from my book, uh, from one of my spoken words, just kind of hinting that, you know, the book is coming soon. It's coming soon. It's in the editing process. Um, I love it so far. I love the book cover. I think you guys will love it too. I think it really represents my book title, which is called Hidden Truths, Broken Silence. So I'm excited. I'm excited and Thank you for sharing that same excitement because that question kind of means you're looking forward to it too. And if you only knew how many years I have been working on this book, how many times I have stopped and wanted to give up, I couldn't tell. I think it's been over five years, you know, that I've really wanted to write this book. I have changed my book title so many times. It was called Hidden Truths Broke. No, it was called, what was it? Rising from the Blinded Eye. Then it was Broken Silence. Then it was, um, I, I forget, man. I forget. It was actually a quote from Devon Franklin, which inspired me uh, to change it. And I just couldn't get away from Broken Silence. I, I love that name. So I just, you know, Hidden Truths, Broken Silence. No, it was Hidden Lies, Broken Silence. Um, but I changed it to Hidden Truths. I think hidden truth was more powerful words to use. So hidden truth, broken silence. But yeah, thank you for sharing that that excitement with me. I'm excited. I'm very excited, and I'm. It's a part of my healing process, to be honest with you. I think releasing this book is a really big part of me. 
it's a part of my healing process it's a part of my growth um it's me and i'm i'm ready to share me with the world because if i can inspire somebody to tell their story and just kind of give advice for anybody who's going through it or has been through it that's why i created this book not just to tell my story but to inspire others to stand on their two feet and tell their own so i'm excited that's all i can say because i'm really really excited uh in five words what would you tell somebody <laughs> depends who i'm talking to um do what you gotta do there we go that's that's what, that's what that's what i would say do what you gotta do because a lot of people we we look to somebody else for validation to solutions to ideas but we don't look to ourselves and actually no no i should take that back we do look to ourselves if we doubt ourselves we let our doubt take over our vision and we need to stop doing that so if i had to tell somebody something just do what you got to do do what feels right you know somebody who you bring an idea to and they shoot it down it's because they haven't thought about it yet it's because their mind hasn't been able to grasp the concept of what you're thinking like that's why people have to write proposals because the people that are reading it need to grasp the concept of what you're thinking and sometimes when you just tell people the surface area of what you're trying to do they don't understand because they haven't grasped that amount of thinking so yeah do what you got to do because at the end of the day you have to look yourself in the mirror and it's either you smiling or you're crying which one i'll choose smiling any day i'm sorry i, I hate crying man. it gives me a headache I can feel it in the back of my neck, so I'll take smiling. Although smiling kind of hurts my cheeks sometimes, but I'll take that over, over a headache any day. So, do what you gotta do for yourself. Is pretty much what I would say, and what I encourage f for my damn self. Like somebody put me in, not put put a different perspective into me today, because you know I told you I'm a single mom, and so my son was playing with my belt this morning. Okay. I don't know what he did, but he altered the whole creation of the belt. I was trying to went to work, put on the belt because I'm type I'm the type of woman like the way my body is, like yo, I have to wear a belt or it'd be a problem. But I went to the bathroom, I was like, yo, I cannot stand the way my belt is working. Took it off. I asked my core to fix it. Both of them were looking at me like I was crazy. They're like, yo, Christine, there is no way your belt used to be like this. I'm like, I'm telling you. This is how my belt used to be. It used to have the buckle here, the two things there, and I don't know what my son did to it, but someone needs to fix it because it's driving me crazy and my OCD is kicking in. So these two are looking at me like I'm crazy. They're like, yo, Christine, you you were probably wearing your belt wrong for so long. I'm like, listen, how you telling me I've been wearing something wrong for so long, man? Think I don't realize what the hell I'm wearing? But if you seen the way the belt look, you would have thought the same way. Like if you moved one part, then the other part just didn't make sense. How it, it was just crazy. So one of my coworkers, he's like, yo, I'm, I, he's like, I don't know how to do this, but I'm trying to, and he was just fiddling around, fiddling, fiddling, fiddling around. And he actually put it back to what it was supposed to be like. And I was like, thank you. I was like, how did you do that? And he's like, yo, Christine, I couldn't even tell you what I did to get back your belt to the way it is. He goes, yo, I had to think like a child. <laughs> He's like, yo, I had to like go back and think like a child. He's like, yo, that shit hurt my head. So in 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 retrospect, if he's like, yo, buy him a Rubik's Cube, he's like, yo, you, you might uncover something genius inside your child and you don't even know that. So that really put things into perspective with you gotta do what you gotta do for yourself to build, to grow, to laugh, to love. So I, that just for me, it just put a whole new perspective to things like instead of me wanting to yell at him because i really did want to yell at him like that's my favorite belt okay that was my favorite belt and no i needed my belt to work so he's like yo you think you i think you might have uncovered something within your son i was like me uncover something you mean he uncovered something himself because i did not tell him to touch my belt at all i was quite upset about it 
but I just decided I'm just gonna buy him three Rubik's cubes, a circle one, a square one, and a rect and a triangle one, so he doesn't have to touch my stuff, and he can fiddle around with all he wants to and try to figure it out. So, yeah, I just, yeah, do what you gotta do. <laughs> Plain and simple, do what you gotta do for you. Um, have you ever thought about going back to the streets? Nope. Not at all. Nope, not at all. Um, no. <laughs> I'm actually just thinking, and uh, forgive me for laughing, but no, not at all. Like, I have, I have children that are watching me, man. I have my students who are watching me. I have my students' families and parents who are watching me. No, I never once thought about going back to the streets. Um, I've had thoughts of giving up um i've said to myself you know i'm not gonna lie i think everyone's had this con you know this conflict within their self they're like yo i might as well just sell drugs because yo the property tax we pay taxes that we pay bills we have it's like shit man might as well just sell drugs and make more money i think we've all had that feeling reaction inside so but no I don't ever want to go back to the streets because I'm grateful for the streets, though. Let me say I'm grateful because that's where I came from. I came from the streets to help raise me. But would I go back? No. Would I go back to help build generational wealth? Yes. But would I go back to that mindset, that level? No. I would love to go there and inspire others to do better, you know, help with STEM programs, help all of that stuff leadership counseling group work mentorship i'll go back to the hood for that but other than that no i'm not going back to the streets <laughs> sorry guys you guys are thinking you guys probably think i'm crazy laughing right now but it's for the next question it's do you think all men cheat no i don't actually i i actually really don't think all men cheat and I think we have to think of the connotation where we're thinking of. We all grow up. We're all teenagers. We're all children. Then we're all... <sighs> we're adults, you know? And I think that once we are... Once we go through experiences in life and once we grow through those experiences and take the lessons learned... I think if you really want to change, you can change. I, I, I don't think all men cheat. And if we say all men cheat, then I think we got to say all women cheat too. To keep it to keep it 100. Um, because it's all about the context you're saying it in. Women mess up. Men mess up. Yes. Which we all do. I've done it. I know you guys have done it. It's just what it is. It's life. But to sit there and say all men cheat is, is wrong. And I think it's... It's degrading our men. And I think we got to stop doing that, you know? I know this may sound cliche, but, yo, the, the queen is the, the strongest piece on the chessboard, yo. We protect the king. And so if we continue to degrade our men and not uplift our men, then sure, a lot of men are going to be like, yo, fuck it, forget it, yo. I'm I'm, I'm going to do what you guys think I'm doing, you know? I think we got to uplift them and speak life into them. Speak love, speak wealth, speak knowledge, speak connection into them, speak value into them instead of thinking like yo what's this dude doing it's called building a connection and building trust that's what it's called point blank plain and simple so nah man i don't i don't think all men cheat at all i think we grow i think we go through stuff i think we go we go through life lessons and i think we need to start st stripping off the labels yo because we need to redefine what cheating really is and i think that once we redefine what cheating really is you guys will understand what I'm, where I'm coming from, and we can have, we can have an episode, and I'm gonna bring somebody on for that because there's so much perspectives around that cheating, men cheating, and from different cultures as well. So no, I do not think all men cheat at all, and I don't think all women do. And if we start with the notion that all men cheat, you gotta start with the notion that all women cheat, because it's it's just what it is. If you're gonna use the same basis of men, you gotta use the same basis of women. Because we're, it's about equality, and it's about strength, and it's about empowerment. So we got to be careful about how we think and what we say and how we're speaking life into the human beings that we procreate with.
I'm going to leave that there because I, I felt like I was about to go on a rant just now. <laughs> um, how come I have, how come you haven't given up yet? Sorry, I need to read the question exactly how it, how it's <laughs> being delivered. Um, how come you haven't given up yet? How come I haven't, how come I haven't given up yet? Hmm. I haven't given up because I feel like I'm in my calling. I haven't given up because I've created two, three beautiful children. You know, two beautiful boys and a beautiful daughter. I haven't given up it because I'm not at my full capacity at what I could be doing. I haven't given up yet because there's so many people who look up to me at, on my lowest days. You know, and just because I'm sitting here doing my podcast, you know, doing my motivational speaking, writing my book. You know, you don't think I have my low days? I have my low days, man. I have my days where I cry. I have my days where I sit down and I'm... I feel guilty about, you know, raising a broken family. I sit there and I cry and I think that I failed my children. I'm like, fuck. I fucked up again. You know, my my kids don't have a two-parent household. I, I think about that shit all the time. Those are my lowest days. My lowest days are thinking that I failed my children. And it doesn't even make me want to give up. It makes me want to go harder makes me want to find different elements to what I'm doing how can I grow how can I be better how can I learn you know so that's why I haven't given up yet I'm in my calling I'm in my purpose now I need to get to and now I need to get to the highest level of my calling because I don't feel I'm there yet you know I feel like this is a start but I feel like there's been there's been so much there's so much more that I could do you know as an individual to help inspire others, to help others speak their truth, to help others break their silence, man. So, yeah. No, giving up is not is not in my plan. It's not even a thought in my in my head. I can't give up, man. I got people watching me, and I have some really strong people watching me too. And, and if I give up, I give up on them too. It's not just me. It's not just me. I have my students that I love dearly, man. The ones that I'm currently working with and the ones I don't work, work with anymore, man. I think about them all the time. And they're watching me. I might not see them watching me, but, they know, but I know they're watching me, man. I know they're watching me and I know they have my back. My students have my back probably faster than certain adults in my life. So I can't give up because... I'm standing for both of them, all of them right now, because some of them are going through shit that they can't even grasp their head around, and I don't blame them. They're 16, 15, 14 years old. Just strength in numbers. As I tell you guys, and, I, and I'll say this till I'm blue in the face, it takes a community to raise a village, man. So that's why I haven't given up, man. The village isn't complete. Ooh. Um, my next question that I got was, do you ever counsel your kids? No. Not at all. I talk to my children. Um, I speak to them. I encourage them. But if my children are going through stuff, I don't counsel them. I think that's a boundary. I think that I do that at work. I don't want to do that at home, too. I want to be there for my, for my children as a parent. I don't want to be there for my children as an educator. I can't put on both roles at home. I think it's more important to take that hat off and let the prof other professionals deal with that. So what I do is, you know, I'm very open with you guys. My son has ADHD. He also has anxiety disorder and he's on medication and he has a psychiatrist. I'm not counseling my child. You must be out of your friggin' mind. I let the friggin' professional do that. However, I support him in the counseling. I'm there with him through counseling. We talk about, like, how do you feel about you know, talking to your psychiatrist today. How do you feel about the medication? That's me being a supportive parent. I can't counsel my children and be a supportive parent at the same time because I'm busy thinking about how can I help with their thought process versus just being there for them emotionally. So I'm going to let other professionals deal with that and be there as a mom, which is just with the unconditional love and the support. I, I I can't cancel. I nope, couldn't couldn't do it. Can't cancel my kids because I probably lose my mind. Lose my mind. 
But that's a good question, though. I, I like that. You made me think about that. But no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I ain't counseling my kids at all. I'll be there for them as a mom. But for the nitty-gritty stuff, I'm going to let the other professionals deal with that. Uh, ooh, for my podcast, where did you get the name Broken Silence Real Talk? Hmm. Um, broken silence has always been on my mind for years. It has. I've, I've, again, I told you, just like for my book, I started off rising behind the blinded eye. You know, then it derived into broken silence. Then it derived into something else. It's, but broken silence really hits home for me. Um, because you're breaking your silence. You're speaking your truth. You're not letting anybody or any situation or any trauma or pain hold you back anymore so broken silence and i got real talk from and the high schools that i've worked at i've always ran a girls group and a boys group and i've always called it real talk because we get raw with it we keep it raw with each other they keep it raw with me i keep it raw with them so just like i'm just trying to tell you guys like i don't edit my episodes because I want you guys to hear the raw authenticity. I want you guys to hear me mess up. I want you guys to hear me stumble. Because that's life, yo. When you're talking to somebody and you hear them mess up on your sentence or whatever, you kind of chuckle and you laugh it off. Like, that's life. That's life. And I don't want to be fake and I don't want to I don't want to do that shit no more. So, nah, I'm not doing it. I've done it for so many, so many years where I've held back my tongue and held back who I was. And broken silence kind of just lets me speak that. And real talk is just keeping it 100. You know, when you can hear somebody go through the thought process, when I'm answering these questions, like, yeah, I'm answering it. But then I think, oh, yeah, I have to say that, too. Oh, yeah, I can say this, too. Or maybe I shouldn't have said that. Maybe take that back. Let me switch our idea. Like, that's just how our brain works. We go through stages. We go through different ideas and I think being edited out and getting you guys not seeing my point A to point Z kind of thing is I want you guys to see that so yeah that's that's what I gotta say for my podcast I, I love it and you know I love that you guys are listening and speaking of which um you guys already know where to reach me if you guys want to hit me up call me 437-488-4871 or you can DM me impact over intention or my Facebook which is in, which is broken silence silence is not mean, meaningless sorry um it's also what is my podcast on now it's on Apple Apple podcast Google podcast I'm sorry I've got to remember all this shit Spotify anchor listen notes i believe it's called um yeah i know some more but like subscribe review leave leave a review leave a comment i appreciate it all so growth is everything so if you guys ever have anything for me to grow on let me know man told you thanks community to raise a village um oh guys i was about to close the episode and i just totally forgot about this question no no we need to get to this question so, I'm going to call um, my friend. We're going to have a little chit-chat about this question. So, hold on. Let's, let's see this. Let's hear this, man. Because I need her for this. Let's ho- Hopefully, she answers the phone. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi. Yo, I was just I was just saying how I almost closed out the episode and I needed to call you and I was like, Oh, I need to call my friend and I was like, Yo, wait a second. If she hear ever hears me ever refer to her as a friend, she might cuss me. So I'm like, Yeah, I need to call my family. <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> I was like, oh. let me fix up quick, yes? Right? Um, as long as you know. <laughs> Tony Han. I need your help. I need your help. Alright. So, are those my babies in the background? Yeah, I'm just about to move from them. 
Tell them I said good night. Yeah. No, I'm not even mentioning your name. That's what's going to start a riot. <laughs> Forget that. Okay. You guys have 10 minutes. Give them extra time. But they leave me alone. <laughs> so, Tonya. Mm-hmm. Um, today we're doing like a Q&A on this episode. Okay. And... Okay. One of my supporters asked me a question and I thought of you because I know that okay. you and I share similar perspectives. Okay. And if even if it's, you know, sometimes it's the same advice, just worded differently. Okay. But I just, I just wanted to help her out as much as I could. So are you ready for the question? Okay. <laughs> so it's I've been engaged to my fiance for the past 10 months we are okay. scheduled to get married at the end of April I have recently reconnected with an ex that moved away and now he's back Okay. our connection is stronger than it ever was how do I tell my fiance that it's over and that I have fallen back in love with someone from my past? Okay. That's a lot of questions in one question. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay, so the first thing I would actually ask her is how does she know that she is in love with this person? And also, why did they separate? in the first place because mm-hmm. a lot of times um we're overpowered by the connection that we had not remembering that we had this connection before but there's something that broke the connection so i would ask what broke the connection before and also she said it's stronger this time why does she feel that it's stronger like what's different from previous mm-hmm. before she ruined something not to but cut I you also, off i believe they've separated from what I spoke to her about I believe they separated just due to distance okay Ooh, that's a hard one so nothing really negative happened it's just that the distance, the distance. oh that makes it a little bit harder well either way she's gonna have to okay from experience and just talking to people her fiance is already setting something up with her. Correct. Um, she might not realize it, but her behavior has probably changed. The way she does things has probably changed already. Mm-hmm. And she just needs to talk to him, especially if she's, her mind is already limboing to somebody else. Marriage is something where you're making a promise that you're giving yourself to this person and you're taking um this person into yourself as well so i would either way even if she doesn't um go with the guy i would say she still needs to put off her wedding or talk to her fiance Mm -hmm. and i would also advise her not to jump into her next one right away she needs time to think and just go through everything but she's gonna have to sit her fiance down and talk and just realize that there is no happy ending to this like someone's gonna get hurt pardon somebody is going to get hurt feelings will be hurt somebody has already gotten hurt correct somebody has already gotten hurt but the longer you prolong things is the harder it is because if you said i've been seeing this person for two weeks versus i've been seeing this person for three months it's hurtful so the longer you wait is the more hurtful it's going to be to the person and that's not saying that she doesn't love the per- her fiance because she still does it's just that her connection is just with somebody else but she's going to have to sit him down and just know prepare herself for the worst Correct. anger hatred words are going to be said to her to hurt her because he's hurting um i'm sorry but there's no pretty way for this nope not at all there's there's no i was i was thinking about a quote that i 
that I've heard from Nipsey Hussle, and it's like, would you rather be at peace with the world and at war with yourself or peace with yourself and at war with the world? Exactly. And I just feel it's unfortunate that it has come to this time and it's a time crunch because your April is two months away. But it, so, it's I'm like tongue-tied because it's like, do what you need to do for yourself because at the end of the day, there's no judgment on my part and I want people to be happy. And I was just uh, thinking about it earlier to the point, sometimes we don't realize what we're missing, right? Um, I think people judge because they're not in the situation. Like most times people are quick to jump at people, but when you're in a situation, it's a little bit harder to just break free. Like a lot Correct. of times we look at people and we're like, oh, I would have done that, I would have done this. But sometimes they're in the same situation, but they're blind because the story is told a different way. Mm-hmm. But the same situation is just like a different way. And it's going to be hard because she's still limboing because she said she's still in love with her fiancé, but she's in love with this person. And also she, she needs to understand that it's like starting over. So... When you start a new relationship, you always have that adrenaline rush because it's knowing each other again, your partner is listening, um, you have this person's full attention. And as you go, it's not that it stops, but it slows down because if you're with the right person, every day is just like a getting to know each other. But as long as you accept that, there will be downtime. There's mm-hmm. times where he's going to be mad, you're going to be mad. Mm-hmm. But it's just how you discuss it and how you talk to each other. So I would also tell her to remember, you're still in the honeymoon phase. Mm-hmm. So you really need to remember why you said yes to your fiancé to begin with. So you'd have to go back as well. Why did you say yes to him? What made you want it to be Miss whoever, whatever his last name is? But she said yes for a reason until this person pop up back. And sometimes when things are going good, that's when things always pop up that makes us question what we're doing, if we should. Correct. So I would say that she still has a lot of questions she has to ask herself personally. Mm-hmm. Before she takes that next step. And the thing is, the unfortunate piece, it's a time crunch, man. It's two months. Either way, I think that she needs to talk to her fiancé. 100%. She has to... She has to talk to him whether or not, even if she takes the time to just think, she needs to talk to her fiancé because even if you're going to get married, there's no point of starting it off with a lie. Correct. Um, just to be honest, honest and open. Yeah, because this is supposed to be your partner, um, the person that when the world is against you, this person has your back, you guys are building. When you're weak, he's strong. When He's weak, you're strong, and sometimes both of you guys are weak, and you have to meet in the middle by building each other's strength. Mm-hmm. So it's either way, she would have to just separate from the guy for a bit. My personal opinion. I think she just needs to gather herself. Yeah, and get a lot of wine because she's gonna need to drink some <laughs> wine to <laughs> the confidence to talk with that situation. It's gonna be a hard one. It's a hard one because there's no there's no easy way to say that. You know, and, and the mm-hmm. the positive that I see in the situation is at least you're not married and this is happening. True. That is true. Because uh, most times you find the person that is like your other half while you're married or while you're in a relationship. I don't know why that is, but that just always seems to happen. And uh, yep. And it's, <laughs> I, I, I don't even know what to say about it, but it's, it's, it's crappy. It, yeah. <laughs> It is, it is, and um, I find that a, a lot of people, and it's I'm, it's so unfortunate because a lot of us, we tell, we act like we're not people pleasers, but we kind of are people pleasers because it's like, frig, I'm in a situation that I'm not really happy in, and I feel that I found my soulmate, and because people are going to view me in a different way, I don't leave. True, but I'm sometimes because you've been in a situation for such a long time, you mesh everything together. So even though people are like, oh, just get up and leave, it's not that easy because there's always just things to untie. Mm -hmm. But if 
I always try to ask myself this question. If I knew I had one day left to live, um, would I be happy with the person that I'm with now? And that usually tends to answer my question. Like, if I feel a connection with someone else, would I want to be with that person if I had one last day on earth? Or would I just stay with the person that I'm with? Yeah, that's deep still. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't go that far. (laughs) But it's kind of like that because sometimes, a lot of times we're able to get out of situations, but we make ourselves say, um, for example, we'll say, oh, it's for the kids, it's for the kids. But sometimes... I think that's the worst thing somebody could do. Yeah, but you say that, but a lot of people still go by it because... um, it's, if you live certain life, you want better for your kids. Of course. And then if you grew up without a parent, you want your kids to have what you didn't have, so you try to create that. And even if you have to stay in a situation where you're unhappy, at least you look at your kids and you smile, and that's what you go with. But a lot of times we don't realize that kids feel our energy. Yes, they do. Whether it's mom or dad. So... When you're not happy, you're still giving off an energy, and it doesn't matter how much you pretend in front of them. They still sense that energy, and mm-hmm. you'll see them distancing themselves, shutting down, and you're trying to figure out why everything is okay. But no, they're sensing this energy that's different, so they know something is off, because when you're truly happy, it's a different you. <laughs> Even when you think that you have everything put together, and you've got all your eyes and cross all your teeth, when you're happy, it's just a different spiritual energy that comes out of you, and your kids can sense that. Oh, yes. Yeah. Your children know when you're happy. Your children know when you're upset. Your children, your children, oh, man, bless our kids. Yes. And that's why a lot of times when you're sad, you'll see, especially babies, they just come and they'll just lean on you. Mm-hmm. And they know. They know. They know that you need the comfort, and they just sense it. They just know, okay, just lean. And you'll see them. If they see you crying, they'll wipe your tears and just like, just lie on me. Because they can't talk to tell you it's going to be okay. But just wipe, them wiping your tears is telling you that you're going to be okay. Yep. And have you ever been in a situation where one of them is like, Mommy, why are you crying? That shit breaks my heart even more. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, my daughter did that to me. That's why I know the experience. And I was like, her wiping my tears just hurt my heart. Hurts. Mm-mm. It happened 11 years ago, and I still remember it fresh. It still hurts my heart, man. Trust me. Akil, Akil did that for me. Was it a year? Almost two years ago now. He said, uh, it, oh, man, it's probably going to break my heart all over again. He said, Mommy, get up, because I, I was on the floor crying. He goes, Mommy, get up. It's okay. He goes, I still love you. And it was over after that mm-hmm. i just oh man <laughs> it was that's a, when you truly start crying yo i was bawling <laughs> yeah bawling but going off topic yes basically i'm saying um give her three give her three steps if we could boil it boil it down into three steps for her well what what would it be what would we tell her if I could break it down for her, first I would tell her, just talk to your fiancé. Just talk to him. So that would be my first step to her. And be she, honest. Matter, talk yeah, with honesty. Yeah, no matter what she does, she needs to talk to him. So my first step would be, and I did mention some of the other stuff, my second step to her would be remember why um, she and the guy that she's saying has a deeper connection now. Mm-hmm. Remember how it was when they first met and try to figure out why is it deeper connection this time. Mm-hmm. And my last step would be for her to sit down and just make a list because there's some part of her that's unhappy and empty and she's looking for some kind of comfort. So I would say sit down, make a list as to what it is 
that you like about yourself? What is it that you're looking for in a person truly? Like what do, what do you feel you're looking for? And then see if any of that connects to why her connection is so strong with this other person. Mm-hmm. What step one would be go talk to your fiance because whether it's bad news or not, it's not good to keep somebody in limbo. Correct, especially like it doesn't it it doesn't matter what situation it is. Um, it's not good to to be dishonest with that. But like especially the fact that. This, there's a wedding in two months. Like people have already, say, um, people already paid. Around the <laughs> right, like people already paid for, for, you know, florist decoration. Probably the dresses already paid for it. The tuxedos are, yo, bridesmaid dresses. Like, there's so many elements, well, and I, there's I, a reason why she said yes. Correct. There is a she reason why she said yes. There's a reason why she said yes, and. This strong connection that she's talking about, did she ever have it with her fiancé currently? She said no. Is it just that? Hmm? We had this conversation. Her answer is no. Okay. Because there's a reason why. But then again, sometimes when you're in the midst of it, um, everything feels right. And you just, everything feels okay. And you don't know you're missing something until something or someone comes along then you realize you're missing a lot yeah so it's going to be a hard situation but that's what i'll tell her oh and listen to some indiana airy while you're listening while you're trying to figure out oh yes 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 um one of my favorite ones when i'm trying to think is broken shell because in there she tells you that um life is basically a lesson um, and you won't grow if you keep shutting off yourself from everyone. So I would tell her to listen to that song and just figure out what she needs to do because she also needs to go from this. And every lesson is a blessing in the NIRE. Correct. Don't hang up. Don't hang up. Um, guys, again, I hope you guys have a glorious, glorious Wednesday. Um, to the lovely lady who needed our advice, I hope that this helped you. Um, I hope that my listeners and supporters, you guys remain open, open-minded open and an open heart. And you know, that cliche saying, you got to put yourself in somebody's shoes. And yeah. I don't want nobody to judge her. Um, I always I, I always choose love, whatever direction it is. Make sure love is love is the first, the first course of it all. Um, you guys know? Leave a comment, review, subscribe, and I will see you guys bright and early on Friday morning. Friday or Saturday. Probably both. Maybe if I'm feeling really nice, maybe you guys will get both. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Uh, stay tuned. Thank you, Tony Ann, for, for helping me out because I, I, this is a sticky situation, so I appreciate you for, for helping her out. Uh, no problem. Anytime. It's another episode of Broken Silence. Real talk, man. I'll see you guys later. Take care.